Hi, I'm Kat, grassroots marketer turned brand builder. And I'm Candice, educator turned entrepreneur. And you're listening to Not Nice, Clever. Your weekly dose of not so nice, but oh so clever advice and actionable strategies to grow your mind, brand, and bank account beyond your wildest dreams. Free of charge. You're welcome. So grab your notebook and let's get to it. In today's episode, we're talking about the sexiest strategy for working smarter and not harder. Because who wants to work harder at the end of the day? Definitely not me. So let's work smart and make more money and have more fun while we're doing it. Are you in? I'm totally in. So let's dive in. I knew you would be. Thank you. All right. So as entrepreneurs and small business owners, we have a tendency to work in silos. Now, if you are listening to this on your way to your nine to five or on your lunch break or really late at night as you were trying to get that offer together, trying to get your finances in order, trying to figure out what the hell you're going to focus on the next day for your business we're talking to you. Silos are not a great thing. And here's why, you know, for the same reason that Candace and I both share that when we were just starting out, our closest family and friends often weren't the ones who supported us right out of the gate. It was actually our clients. And we are here to tell you permission granted with full fucking force that you don't have to do it all by yourself. That's not true people. So if that's a belief that you have, identify the belief, write it down on a piece of paper, and then burn that piece of paper. And this is applicable, like even if you're brand new to owning your business, even if you just listened to our last episode and downloaded the No BS Business Planning Guide and are planning to launch your business, you're actually even in a better position because now you're aware of the mistakes that Candace and I made of like operating in silos and not understanding the power of leverage. And Why is this important, Candice? It's important because we always go further, faster, together. Mm. Yes. Kat always says, a rising tide raises all ships. And that principle really applies here. You might feel like you're doing the nice thing by suffering in silence and being alone. But really, all that does is kill your energy and your clients feel that when your energy is sucked, when you're drained. Oh, yeah. Your clients can feel that energy. So fuck that. We're not doing that anymore. Clever girls aren't nice. They're strategic. Mm -hmm. They identify areas of opportunity in which they can partner up with like-minded people and create reciprocal relationships. So you don't have to suffer in silence. You don't have to master every single thing in your business alone. You will go further faster when you master the art of leverage, which is why we think it's so important to talk about today. And we're always talking to you about things we wish we knew a little bit earlier in our businesses. Seriously. So let's start with understanding the symptoms that you might be experiencing. And you can start to understand that it might be time for you to start introducing leverage into your business. I'm going to always say that word like that because it is a very sexy word. You will realize it once you start introducing it. Okay. <laughs> Candace is laughing. I can, you guys can't see it, but I'm sure you're going to hear it in her, her voice. First symptom, you feel like you never have enough time in the day, right? How many of you listening to this right now have said to a friend in the last 24 hours, there just isn't enough hours in the day. 
you know, someone asks you how they can help you and they're like, oh, well, come up with an hour 25, come up with, you know, an hour 26. And it's like, y'all, that is symptom number one, because I'm sorry. Actually, no, I'm not sorry. If Beyonce can build a damn empire and she has the same amount of hours in a day as everybody else, so can you. And here's the secret. She doesn't do it alone. No one does. Mm -hmm. Any person that you admire in business has a team in some sort of way. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not a traditional team, but they're not doing it by themselves. I promise you. They are not. And they might not always talk about all of the support that they have. They might not always highlight every single person helping them, but they are their people. You don't scale phenomenally like those people that you admire by doing it by yourself. That is just not true. Yeah. And a lot of times you can't see it, but they're behind the scenes and they're working. Mm -hmm. So leverage, super excited to talk about it today. There's also another symptom It's feeling like you have to learn everything, like you're learning a new skill every day. If you're that person that feels like you're learning a new skill every single day, it's probably because you haven't introduced leverage into your business and Mm -hmm. you are trying to be that person wearing all the hats and it just doesn't work. Yeah, I know. I hear that all the time, right? Like the current startup that we both work for, I can't tell you how many times in the past year since we were introduced, you know, I'll be sitting in on meetings or I'll be leading trainings and people are just like, oh, I got to wear all the hats. And I'm like, why? Who told you that you had to? Who wrote those rules? Were those somebody else's rules that you tried to copy paste? Cut it out. (laughs) The more time that you can stay in your zone of genius, do the things that you are uniquely positioned to do well, Mm. the better off your business is going to be. Mm Mm-hmm. I could not agree more. Okay. So if these symptoms sound familiar, if you have asked yourself any of those questions that we have shared just far, here's where you're going to start. Okay. Make a list of everything in your business that you keep putting off. You know what I'm talking about, right? You make it the two list for the day Mm -hmm. and it keeps on getting carried over the next day and the next day and the next day, or you have a deadline and it's like screaming right at you the next day. And you're like, Oh, I'll just bump it to the next day. I'll just bump it. I'll just bump it to next month, next quarter, next year. You know, my goals and dreams don't matter. You start making a list. They do matter people. All right. Start making a list of everything that you keep putting off that also like Candace was saying, drains your energy because even though we recommend that entrepreneurs and business owners understand how to do everything in their business, that does not mean that you are meant to do all the things every single day because you have a zone of genius. You have things that light you up. You have things and skills and natural talents that others just don't have. Stay in that zone of genius and you know, understand that feeling like you have to learn all these things you know, being able to learn should feel like a treat, right? Yes. Learn the things that you're interested in Mm -hmm. and partner for the things that you're not. Exactly. And so that list that you're making of everything that you're putting off, of everything that drains your energy, of everything that you feel like you don't have the time to learn how to do, that list is your job description of the people and the contractors and the support that you are going to partner up with and leverage the fuck out of so that you can scale. Kat and I use leverage in a lot of areas of our business today, but it wasn't always the case. 
we both started somewhere. And in particular, I know that Kat started by hiring a graphic designer when she owned her agency Studio Friday, Mm -hmm. because there's so much more that goes into design than meets the eye. And I know some of y'all are doing what we did in the beginning, which is try to design our own logos in Canva and things Mm -hmm. like that. And now we're embarrassed to share those. Yeah, we know where those belong, right? Yeah, we've all been Logo graveyard people. There you go. Put them in the logo graveyard. Pretend like it never happened. (laughs) We won't tell if you don't. So we've all been there, but she hired a designer because it took so much of her time and energy to try to pretend she was a designer. Mm -hmm. I wasn't people. And she was not. She still isn't. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. And for me, I actually now have a small design team. So I have three people on my design team now that help me build the brands of the clients that I work with right now. And actually my first hire back in the day, my first hire was a social media manager. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, it's interesting because I, I was that person, maybe some of you are right now, who are like, can someone just post something on my Instagram? Can someone give me more followers? How does that happen? So, you know, five, six years ago, I was asking those questions. Can you just like put a stock photo on my Instagram? Mm-hmm. And I hired someone who did that for me, and I realized I wasn't growing at the rate that I wanted to grow at. And she taught me it was because I wasn't the face of my brand. Mm. So that was my first hire. And although it didn't work out the way I imagined in my mind, like give me 10,000 followers overnight, Mm -hmm. it taught me a lot about what I should be thinking about in my future business and in my future hires. Mm -hmm. So... Even if your first hire doesn't turn out the way that you imagine, there's lessons to be learned in that process. A hundred percent. And I think one of the most important takeaways that I've learned through hiring and letting go and growing and mentoring, you know, all of the folks that I've, you know, had the good fortune of working with is like you were saying, when you were working with your social media manager, you wanted her to do the thing that you should be doing. Mm -hmm. You can outsource and delegate and leverage partners to handle a lot of different areas of your business. But when it comes to building a personal brand that means business, you can't outsource your face. You can't outsource your voice. Your audience will know, your clients will know. And even if they don't consciously know, they will unconsciously feel it. And y'all are just going to have crickets in your DMs, three likes, no conversations and no trust built and no business garnered. Your voice and your face is your brand. So Mm -hmm. yes, you can still get help with your social media, but it's not going to relieve you of having to show your face and talking online. Yeah. But it might help you with the mundane things like actually, you know, writing a caption or clicking post or. Right. Hitting the publish button. Thinking about Mm -hmm. the overall what's happening in the month, that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So now that we've shared where we started investing in leverage in our business, I know, Candace, people listening to this are probably sitting there saying, okay, that's easy for y'all to say, but I don't have the money right now to hire any help. We didn't always have the money. No. And if I had a dime for every time I'd heard that excuse, because it is an excuse, it's not an explanation. Oh my gosh. Earlier on, you know, Candace, in your business, you didn't pay monetarily up front for supported no. help. You traded, right? For I your services. A lot. Yes. <laughs> I traded for photography. I traded mm-hmm. for 
I don't even everything. I, I didn't pay a lot of my partners in the beginning, but because I did help with messaging, that kind of thing, a lot of people needed that type of support. So I did life coaching as trades for some of the mm-hmm. things that I needed in my business. So yeah, if you're in a place right now, get creative thinking about what it is that you can trade for the things that you might need. So maybe it's social media management, maybe it's photography, videography, all that kind of stuff. Like there's likely something that you can offer that business owner in exchange. Absolutely. And we're not recommending that you do this willy-nilly with no plan or strategy because clever girls are strategic or without relationship. You know, I'm yes. not trying don't be the sleazy person sliding into someone's DMs being like, "Hey, do you want to trade?" Like I'm talking about a person that you know in your mm-hmm. network, a fellow creative, a fellow yes. entrepreneur, partner up. Don't put yourself in a silo, right? That is how we started off this episode and we're going to bring it back to that again. De-silo yourself. Understand and accept. Candace and I have learned this lesson. Entrepreneurship can be very isolating at first. It's a journey and a path that not many people walk, but for those who walk it, it's a one of a kind wild ride, right? So like Candace was saying, reach out to people that you know in your network that have complementary skill sets that you can... Mm -hmm you know, trade and barter for early on and always consider it too from the lens of what will bring you the most ROI long-term for your business. Because if it makes you money, it costs you nothing. So by trading for social media management services early on in my agency days, when I owned Studio Friday, I was able to buy back enough time to be able to court and onboard new clients whose monthly retainer was a fraction of what it would have costed to hire hourly support. An opportunity I otherwise wouldn't have had if my time was eaten by trying to hit the publish button on my social media scheduler. So understand, you know, you're going to trade your time early on because you don't have money, but that's okay. Sweat equity is just as valuable as check equity, right? Absolutely. And know that long-term, if it makes you money, if it garners you clients... It costs you nothing. Period, people. There you go. So mastering the art of leverage, it actually requires you to fully understand what's the highest and best use of your time. Mm, Yes. And then delegating out the rest to like-minded partners that'll work with you to achieve your goals. So let's think about one of our pillars, which is manifesting. We know that clever girls work with their energy, not against it. So if you're Mm -hmm. feeling like you have this task that you keep putting off and it's just like daunting and sucking the energy out of you, just thinking about it, you need to delegate that task so you can move on. So you can move forward. But we know clever girls make decisions from a place of love and abundance and not scarcity which I think is something that as new business owners, we often have that mindset. Like we feel like we have to hold everything so tight because there's so little. Mm -hmm. And the reality is that we need to create an abundance mindset that allows us to understand that when you build that reciprocal relationship, when you master the art of leverage, you actually allow yourself to expand instead of contract And when you expand, the energy is so good. The flow Mm -hmm. is so good. That's where you start to see the momentum that you're looking for. 
but you can't ever get there if you're holding on to every little penny so tightly because you're scared you're not going to get more. I promise you, if you're holding on that tightly, you don't give an opportunity for more to come in. Mm -hmm. So that's a really important point, I think. Yeah, I agree. And one thing that one of my mentors told me one time, you know, like you were just saying, I know you guys can't see Candace, but I can. And she was holding her hands so closely. Like she was like white knuckling it and like gripping her hands. And it's like when you're making that motion and you're making decisions like through that lens and you're clenched and you're closed off, you think anything is ever going to want to come your way. You, you don't have any space for mm-hmm. anything. You're not holding space for anything new or exciting to come your way. You Got to put your arms open to mm-hmm. allow it to flow. Free fallen people. You know what? So there's something about being Latina that makes it difficult mm. to podcast. <laughs> because so much, and I, I didn't realize this, but I learned a little bit more of this like as a creator, as, as I continue to yeah. create. Yeah, that so much of my brand is in my facial expressions. Yes. And my gestures. And your hands. And my mm-hmm. hands. And I feel like you could probably go back in every single episode, Kat's like, and Candace is doing this thing. Who knows what right. it is? <laughs> and I realized that that's a challenge for me in podcasting is that I don't get to just like make a ridiculous face like I do on video. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get better with my words. It's not mm-hmm. my strong suit. So y'all, I'm learning alongside you. I'm learning mm-hmm. new things every day. And actually that brings us to like our next amazing point. I know that you're listening to us and you're hearing us talk and we're speaking with purpose and confidence. And this is what we're projecting because we are truly feeling it in this moment. But there have been so many moments in mine and Candace's businesses over the past few years. I mean, even just thinking back to like my early 20s, my middle messy 20s, where we have felt desperate. Yes, you know, that's normal. Oh, and by the way, guys, another really important note, it doesn't always have to do with how much money we had in the bank at any point in time. You can feel scared and desperate and have plenty of money in the bank. So true. Huge learning, right? That like mm-hmm. that blew my mind. But what was the difference? We embodied one of Candace's core brand values of action and worked through it and moved through it and took action despite feeling uncomfortable despite feeling desperate and really try to embody feelings of love and abundance and like let go and open up our hands so that we could receive more and you know it's funny we're talking about leverage here a lot of the opportunities for leverage arise out of moments when you do feel like that right it's kind of like a growing pain that you have to identify and move through it absolutely is and you have to take the next step So much of business is about momentum. Mm, And what mm -hmm. happens is if you get stagnant because you're scared, because you're in scarcity, Mm -hmm. like all of those things keep you from showing up. They keep your energy in the wrong place. They don't allow you to see what's moving forward, which goes back to what we talked about in a previous episode is like, you have to know your why and remind yourself of why you're doing these things even when it feels hard or scary. And so if you can go back to your why and say, hey, look, I have to make this work because I'm not going to get a boss. That's not going to work out for me. No, 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 no. And if you can root yourself in your why, then it's going to help you to understand what the next right step is. And I'm guessing that for a lot of people listening right now, 
that the next right step is figuring out how to leverage in your business. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this arose as recent as last month, right? You know, Candace. Yeah, last month for me, I'll talk a little bit about this. Please, because this is behind the curtain, y'all. Yeah, behind the curtain. No gatekeeping. Not at all. So last month was August. And in August, I had like a lower than average revenue for me. Mm -hmm. It's my lowest month in the last eight months of business. And there was a moment when I was like, oof, I had what felt like the new normal to me. Mm-hmm. And then in August, we weren't there. Mm-hmm. And it it was, you know, like I said, under average. And it was a strange month. And feelings did come up for me. I'm like, oh, what if that is not my new normal? What if I can't count on my Start business? questioning like, it and second guessing and it comes up. Questioning, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then I looked back at my activities. I looked back at my plan and I was like, Nope, I'm doing all the things that I know work. I'm mm-hmm. reaching out to my contacts. I'm staying in touch. I'm making content. I'm showing up in my stories. I'm doing all the things that I know start conversations that I know help build trust. Mm-hmm. And this month, I'm on track to blow away what I thought was normal. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the best month of the year so far, without a doubt. And I just had to trust myself in the moment, trust that my plan was working. And of course there's sometimes an outside factors. Maybe it was because people are on vacation. It was summertime. Yeah. Maybe I need to look think about yeah, maybe that. I need to look at August over the last few years and say, oh, mm-hmm. actually historically, August is like this. Okay. And make a plan for that. Maybe that's when I need to go on vacation next year. In mm. August, right? Here we go. So just thinking about, you know, knowing that things are always going to ebb and flow in your business. And mm-hmm. the sooner you can catch yourself getting into scarcity mode, starting mm-hmm. to get scared, the sooner you could pull yourself out and then trust the processes that you've created for yourself, mm-hmm. I think the better. So true. And I think one of the greatest takeaways from when you shared that story with me is that when you were in your technically lowest average gross revenue, right? Top line mm-hmm. revenue month. Yep. What do we typically see our clients do? They start to cut costs, right? That's when they start to cut costs and they try to like white knuckle and hold on to every little penny left. It's the opposite. Right? They're like, never mind, I'm not gonna send out those mailers anymore because I'm not making any money. Well, you sure as heck aren't gonna make any money when you stop sending out the mailers that have been working for you. Right. When you look inconsistent, yeah, exactly. I would almost argue that the consistency is so much more important. In times of low, in times of seeming like scarcity, because everybody else is feeling that, but you're going to be the one that's consistent and holds the vibe and holds the frequency and says, no, I'm not negotiating with my goals. I'm going to look at my business plan like Candace did, and I'm going to stick with it because I know that it will work. I trust that it will work. Yeah. You have to trust the version of yourself that sat down and created those goals in the first Mm. place. You have to remember how you felt in those moments and Mm -hmm. and pull it back around. It's so important. And it's not because Kat and I are like immune to ever feeling scared. No, totally not. It's just that I think we recognize it sooner than we have previously. And that's so important. We do. That's a symptom, a positive one of understanding leverage. Also how to leverage yourself right? To know how to be proactive rather than reactive because scarcity will repel. 
in all areas of your life, abundance attracts, period. Yep. Write that down three times, <laughs> 10 times, however many times you need to write it down until you believe it to be true. Kat, I'm not sure if you've said fuck yet. So oh, I just okay. want to throw it out there. All right. Well, here, can I share the main takeaway so I can throw an F-bomb in there somewhere and make my mom cringe? Yeah, do it. It's all you. Okay, perfect. Okay, guys. Main takeaway in mastering the art of leverage, leverage costs you nothing because it will make you money. And you need to make decisions in your business as if money were not a factor. I know that probably makes you all really want to squirm right now, but listen to that again. Make decisions in your business as if money were not a factor and pay attention to the areas in which you would benefit from building, like Candace was saying, reciprocal relationships with graphic designers, with social media managers, with virtual assistants. And here it comes, Candace. Are you ready for it? Ready. Because when you de-silo yourself and you start to work with a team and support and they see you start to want to crawl back into your shell, they're going to hold you the fuck accountable and mm-hmm. make sure that you are holding and keeping the promises that you made to yourself and to them when you wanted to partner with them for leverage. Ooh, my assistant is good for that. She will call me out when I'm Won't not doing she? the, oh gosh, when I am not. Like, that's what I pay you for really actually more than the tasks. <laughs> I pay you for the accountability. Exactly. Yeah. She's like, nope, you said this matters and you haven't done it. I'm like, oh, she's I'm right. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Thank you so much though. <laughs> Yeah, she's good for that. All right, so call to action. What are we doing today? We implore you to go back and get that freebie, which is the No BS Business Plan. We're simplifying the process for you. Go get that freebie. Make that list of things that you are not taking action on and see where you can start incorporating some leverage in your business. Those are your next steps for today. Clever Girls signing off, y'all. See you next week. Thanks for joining us on Not Nice, Clever. Remember to follow our podcast wherever you listen to audio. And head to www.notniceclever.com to connect for more. Drop a question. We'll shoot you an answer. We're not gatekeepers here. Signing off. You're not so nice, but also clever. Besties that mean business. See you next week.